Today on Parent Time, we talk Jarjums, Australia's leading Indigenous children's programming as we chat to NITV station manager Tanya Denning-Orman on Benny Asking People Questions. If one were to stave off the heavy advertising budgets of ABC, Nick Jr. and their glossy counterparts, you just may well find yourself leaping about your lounge room to the programming goodness of Jarjums, NITV's answer to all things children, from hip-hop instruction to ancient Spanish lads, NITV is a breath of fresh air in the share house of children's content and I am quite chuffed to be joined today by NITV station manager Tanya Denning-Orman. Hi Tanya, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you. That was a big introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So off the top, for people out there that don't know what Jarjums is, how would you explain it? Well, Jarjums is our word for kids. It's our kids space on NITV. It's about seven hours every day, um, three and a half in the morning and three and a half in the evening and it's um, something that has evolved over the years. Um, We are trying to create more locally made Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander children's content as we grow as a channel. In the meantime we acquire um, content from all over the world, Indigenous um, stories and it's... um, yeah, it, it can be anything from the children's games to animations. Yeah. Where do you get the content from, the international stuff? How does that get to you? Well, NITV is a part of the World Indigenous Television Broadcast Network and we have exchange relationships, say, with APTN in Canada yep. or um, Maori Television in New Zealand. Yep. Um, but there's also just with distributors. Yeah, there's, sure. um, But the main creation of Indigenous specific content has come from the request and need from Indigenous channels where our children have wanted or even our families are wanting to see themselves or connect with themselves on media Um, and um, that's the approach that we have with the channel. We're wanting it to be something that our community can connect with. Yeah, I was going to say how important, I mean... I guess with any channel, there's a little bit of pressure to have some sort of children's content in there, but I'm guessing it's a bit more important than that for NITV. I mean, how important is the Jarjums programming to you? Well, yeah, it's it's a foundation block for the channel in the sense that it's a, a way that a lot of our um, children, but grandmothers can reconnect with their culture. And it's something that, um, you know, numeracy and literacy is a big quest for our communities and a way that we found that media can play a role in um, helping to teach while not realising that you're in a learning environment, you're actually in a fun play environment. And um, so there's been an aspiration to um, have a bit more of a service for the channel and children also, I guess it all starts when you're young and it's a good place where non-Indigenous children can also come to because I think a lot of our children don't see race and colour and it's a good place where they can start to learn about their country and connect with um, First Nation children as well. So it serves a purpose for the channel as an easy entry into homes of many mums and dads. We find that from our data... Um, parents are a lot more open and welcoming to Indigenous children's content. And, you know, I guess the theory is you can grow up then with NITV. 
Hi boys and girls, my name's Bronwyn Houston and I'm the author and illustrator of Staircase to the Moon. Right, let's get into it. We sit on the old jetty. A big part of our population as well um, is very young um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander youth. Um, uh, the, you know, we are highly skewed in that area. Yep. And a lot of our strategy with children is also going into the digital front. Yep. Um, indigenous um, young people are the fastest uptake of digital media in the country. Really? Yeah. Okay. So um, we've got to be with it on the front yeah. foot. We're still challenged as a small little channel. We've got lots of vision and aspiration. And there's a certain age you get to as a human when the digital thing starts getting really confusing, <laughs> I think. I'm not sure when that is, but I've definitely passed it. Yeah, well, the cool thing with um, our communities, wherever there's a will, there's a way. Mm. So um, what we do find is um, our young people do want to engage with us. They tell us exactly what they want mm. and they want the channel to be um, their place. Because NITV is quite young, isn't it? We're only talking a couple of years now. When the when the station sort of went over into a into a free broadcast, did I mean was there just this influx of um, content? I mean, did you find yourself just with a whole bunch of people going finally, here's a place for this content? Was it a bit hard to sort of sift through it all? Or actually, it's quite challenging to have found content that was editorially appropriate for the channel and um, it's you know children's content can be quite expensive mm. to make and um, you know really good quality kids content so we have a lot of our content budget or a lot of the channel budget skewed towards creating content yep. because of the challenges of finding content actually yeah. yeah we we scoured the world and we do have some cool international mm -hmm. content but NITV is funded to um, you know for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander yep. content so we've got to have a balancing act of not having too much international and um, we have that at the moment but we're creating more content so ideally yep. we start to have less um, international and more locally produced content. Is, is there an early childhood advisor or that works on the staff? We don't have um, anyone permanently in-house, yep. but with commissions, um, uh, we've got a couple of major commissions and each major children's program sure. has an early childhood advisor. Yeah, right. So you're, you're, the, it's, you're the main person picking content, yeah, for the Jarjums? Well, I've got a team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying but, it's a tough job because, I mean, like you're saying, kids' stuff's pretty hard to get right. Like it's it's – like I think it's easy to – um, it, good content, like really rich, good content that's not patronising and not kind of, I don't know, just taking advantage of that kind of, you know, three, four-year-olds. I mean, it, it is a hard it's a hard thing. Do you find it hard or was it harder at, start, at the start? Or? Absolutely. Time to create the content yeah. and research it appropriately and make it. Um, at the same time, people expected the content on air. Mm. So, um, and we launched and everyone was all excited about coming to NITV and we were yet to, and we're still yet to really become the channel we say we're going to yeah, become. Sure. Um, so making that content and you know what we did is in, gave our Indigenous production sector the opportunity to make their mistakes. Yeah. Um, a lot of our sector have been a lot more experienced in creating documentary yeah. or really hardcore drama. So to open up the world, and that's the difference with NITV content, you do get an Indigenous perspective, yeah. an Indigenous lens on the creation of the content. Yeah. 
Um, so we had to grow with our film sector and our production sector sure. had never made children's content before. Yep. So there are some um, production companies that are now in their second or third years of creating content. You can see the difference yeah, over right. the years. And, yeah. you know, we, we had to grow and learn and it wouldn't, you know, I think that's the beauty in what NITV is. Like yeah. we're definitely not going to be the same channel as what we are this time next year is what we are today yeah. we're constantly um adjusting but it is us that's doing it and yep. that's our point of difference we're a small percentage of the australian population we're only about 2.6 and um, our main aspiration is to make sure that we're a place for aboriginal and torres strait islander people but then through us we want to capture all australians imaginations yeah. to be a part of it Hello, my name's Jacinda and when I grow up I want to be a teacher. Hi, my name's Lucy, I'm from Windup and when I grow up I want to be a photographer. Well, that was one of the things I wanted to ask about the content. I mean, when, when you're thinking about the content, is, is there a specific audience in mind? Because I get the feeling there's there's obviously one aspect that there are the Indigenous kids that you go, this is you're being represented and this is, you know, here you are. But then there's also the, the element of the people that um, haven't had the opportunity of being exposed to Indigenous culture and it and it feels like there's a lot of lot directed at those people as well. Is that is that conscious? Are you thinking of that when you're doing it or Yeah, there's a bit of a we've had a strategic mm. um ambition to really be, you know, our tag um is welcome. Welcome yeah. to NITV. It's it's about opening up um all opportunities mm. for all Australians, but telling the stories that we want to tell and share those stories. Yeah. Well, you certainly get, I think with the Jarjan's programming as well, I think you definitely get that sense that when you watch some of the other networks, it is individual programs standing alone, kind of competing for space almost. One one show wants to sell a bit more than the other show. Whereas Jarjan's, there is a real community in all the programming. There feels like one big, there is a big family all kind of, you know, sharing the same thing, which I, I think is really quite rare, and I, and I think it really stands out. It's quite a strong point of the of the programs. Oh, look, the um, and you know, b- backstage at NITV, our programming team are Indigenous, and mm. it's about um, creating a community. We're not going to ever compete with um, other public broadcasters, let alone commercial channels. Mm. It's about, a, it's definitely a real effort to come to NITV and, you know, hats go off to those mums and dads and families that switch us on and then keep coming back because we're reflecting, yeah, we're reflecting Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, but we're also reflecting Australia, which yeah. you don't get on um, all the other channels as well. So, no, we're, we're not worried about competing. We want to capture, we want people, I, I think a lot of people still don't know we exist. Sure. And we want it to be an experience and we want NITV to be a channel that, yeah, you may not watch it all the time, but you definitely want us to exist and you want um, your children or your family to know they can come to us at any time. And Jarjan's is as I mentioned, is a safe place for kids and it's mm. a place our kids can own and the sort of content we have, a, a real, you know, how our cultures are passed on is through stories and, mm. you know, storytelling is um, at the heart of NITV. So 
the children, um, the way we orchestrate, I guess, our children's strand is very much about the community. And what you'll see in our early content is a lot of different faces, a lot of different ideas and a lot of different voices of what it is to be Indigenous Mm. Australian today. You do get the sense again as well with the programming that it's not specifically for naught to five. You know, you never watch anything that you just, you know, you just go, oh, that's purely a kid's thing and as an adult I can't really tune into that, you know. But it's, but again, all the programs still feel that, you know, they, they do, they, they sort of span all generations, you know, although it's quite specific kids' content. There's, it's very rich for, every, for all ages. Do things like um, there's been huge success recently with things like Black Comedy and Awaken and uh, Redfern Now and things like that. Does, does has that permeated down into views for Jarjums? Is that are there more watches? Look, I think Jarjums has always had uh, quite a loyal following, yep. and but definitely when Indigenous is on the radar in a national conversation piece, if it's in the newspapers. Um, there is a natural sort of spike or a natural sort of switchover piece to come to the channel. And um, what we hear back with the Jarjan space is a real surprise. Um, I think a lot of Australian audiences are expecting hardcore, heavy news. And if they switch on the channel, they can really connect and be a part of our culture in a really easy way. Yeah, sure. And um, so... There is definitely, I feel, a momentum in the air um, with an interest in um, content made by Indigenous Australians that's particularly Indigenous-focused. And, look, it's come, hasn't happened overnight. Like, this industry has been trying to um, break through for decades. And I'm really proud to be the channel's manager and... Um, see how far we've grown and know how much we've got to do as a channel. But I'm really, um, you know, I I want more Australians to not just come to us when it is a discussion piece in Parliament or in newspapers and, um, yeah, stay with us because we are growing. Yep. Um, Talking about content, um, can we just touch quickly on one of the greatest shows ever made (laughs) move it mob style it is isn't it i know hey we're trey i'm bonadaren hey i'm jack what's going on i'm from north queensland in the torres strait oh my mom's bonajali gamilaroi you a nation maria ah that's too many nations it's too many i can't get over how much i enjoy watching that show it's almost frustrating because i kind of watch it and go enough i can't do anymore and then the next one goes on and go oh just watch this one quick i'm just late all the time for work it's just so much fun (laughs) isn't it it's and the characters but you know the dance routines you can be at your office right now and you can start doing some move it mob style um moves so you know pick up the phone yeah that's why they narrate through the whole thing you know dust it off it's just it's such a great show is that modeled off anything or can you just completely claim it as your own no that that's being completely commissioned for nitv and the you know the production company that created it had been working for years in the children's and health space and really and entertainment space um, that for for television content? Well, or no, no. Just... I was going to say not for television content. Um, uh, Move It Mob Style was probably 
they're um they did a health show for the channel and move it Mostel really was their second major look wow. at a television series and they're an indigenous company and they would not have had a break on any other network yeah. The beauty of NITV, we give um, new producers these opportunities. Mm. And when you give people these sort of opportunities, you can get programs like Move It Mobster. Yeah. Put in, put in, throw it on the fire. Ooh, cocoa type. Yum. Push the dinghy out. You yeah? push that dinghy out. Yep. So we're going to go push one, two go, three go, last one. Oh, get that dinghy out there. That's it. One more time? Yeah, one more yeah. time. Here we go. It's and it got a bit of success recently, didn't it? Did it get? Yes, well, it's had two Logie nominations. Yes, Maybe next pretty, year, three years of charm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, look. I'm absolutely chuffed over the recognition the channel's getting in the industry because yeah. your um, colleagues can be your biggest critics. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, look, I mean, I think, I think you know, we can all safely say that winning isn't everything and stuff, but it's... It's great to get the nod. It is a huge achievement. Like, we are funded on a smell of an oily rag. We have evolved into a landscape that's constantly changing and... Where other brands have existed for 40 odd years, mm. you know, ABC, SBS or more, Channel 9, um, we've jumped into that free to air landscape um, with not only just a new brand, but we're Indigenous. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of Australians are working on how to connect with that. Yeah, sure. And the fact that the industry, um, you know, we've had Walkley nominations and to have, um, you know, the entertainment side of that nominated mm. as well you know because otherwise we're on the outside yeah. we're, we're on the outside and we're on the fringes as a people in so mm. many ways and the channels on the fringes mm. and i'm just super proud of the team and um you know those programs like move it mob style that um can capture you know the hearts of Everybody, yeah. Not well, just that's the other thing. It's not. It certainly hasn't just been kids, has it? It's kind of reached out to adults as well. That, well, that's what they well, say I'm, with good kids' content, know, isn't it? Yeah. yeah you, what? As an adult, you you're happy to watch it with your kid, and mm. um, yeah. So, what's the response be? What's the response for a show like that? Like from your viewers, you get. Oh, you know, you know we've got const- yeah, we've got constant communication um, on social, yeah. where you know people just love it, um, and there's. Lots of thank yous. There's lots of people saying, hey, I'm a YT or I, you know, this is so great. I never knew this. I watched or I watched this program with my grandchild and Mm -hmm. I can't believe how much I get up and dance. It's just really feel good telly. It's It's incredibly infectious. Yeah. It's incredibly infectious television. Yeah. Has it been any, has it it spread its wings off anywhere else? Is it sort of? Well, we had it in a co-production space one year when we couldn't afford it with ABC. Yep. Um, And, but as far as an international market, there's probably potential for it to be, um, you know, formatted overseas. And um, they've done several seasons of it now, so I don't know if the company wants to look at other options yep. um, with it. They've had changes within the co- back end of the company, so whether or not there's... I know a couple of the creatives have wanted to take it to another mm. level, um, but I guess, yeah, we'll wait and see. I, it's, I don't know, where do you go with it? Mm-hmm. Like, I just think, you know, it's a little bit like... Hey, if I ain't broke, just yeah. like it, it doesn't. It's such a great. I'll show. tell them you said it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll be waiting desperately for my opinion. I'm sure. <laughs> um, 
One of the other sort of big shows you have is Moogoo Kids. Um, how did that end up in front of you or was that that's obviously a commissioned piece of work? It was more an internal production slash commission. We particularly knew that we needed to get a bit more locally made children's content. So it's um, not as expensive as some other productions. And it's a case of working with some of the local schools and telling stories and having some dancing on screen. And um, so we made that to put a bit more diversity in the schedule. And obviously one of the main... um, pulls of Mughal Kids is the language segments yeah. and we've always commissioned. We had um, our puppet children's show, Yaramundi Kids, yep. um, Wabin Time and um, even Letterbox with a focus and um, Go Lingo after that, yep. a focus on language. Yep. So just particular exposure to language. Yep. So every year since we've been um, in existence, we've really wanted to ensure that there's different variations of children's yeah, sure. content. Um, we've got a few big ones in the bag that are in commission. Yeah. So we've had the sort of, um, you know, high volume, low cost children that we've created. And now we're creating some more um, bespoke kids content yeah. based on further insights and um, further um, feedback from in- uh, educational institutions. So, And the sky, Morocco. Morocco. Everyone have a turn now. Let's say it. Sky. 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 Morocco. 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 It's a a pretty big can of worms kids content, I think, because as soon as you sort of start realising what you can achieve through it, it's kind of, and not just necessarily overt education, but just um, like, you know, not necessarily just ABCs and things like that, but just... There is just, it's just such a huge scope. I mean, is I mean, do you find yourself needing an NITV too? Uh, well, I think um, that would be amazing. But NITV two, I guess, is about to launch. Um, we're finally growing a really cool digital space. Yeah, sure. And that's where kids are. So it's you know how we create that content. So it is on the iPad, so you can give that to yeah. your child at the restaurant at the res- and, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> or something. So um, we're we're evolving in that space yep. to where the kids are yep. um, and how we adjust to that. And will that be a bit of an avenue for all, all that pro- all that extra stuff that you kind of just you know you can't find a place for on the show? Then you go, but you know what, we can offer that spot here yeah because um, that would be less I'm guessing that would be less commissioned work and more acquired yep and I guess the beauty with that is our brand is getting quite strong and so if we create a strong NITV endorsed um, children's offering online yep. and on demand uh, that then um, you know gives parents that sort of um, safe feeling that the content um, has come through in Indigenous... Because so, yeah. there have been, um, you know, children's content on Australian television that really has not... Um, you know, there might have been lines dropped or, you know, characters created that were quite racially inappropriate. Yeah, sure. So where you have... Um, what you have and what you get with NITV is a lens that you know what you're seeing is good, it's yeah, fine. Sure. It's no sort of... Yep, not to freak people out to be overly politically correct but there has been um you know children's books or um content created due to the fact of i guess the society that people have been raised into sure i do remember last time we spoke you were saying one of the important things for you about jarjums is growing up yourself it just 
it just wasn't there. You, there was no representation anywhere. Um, you know, again, it's I guess it's getting better, but it's still there's still so many places. And I think you know, the online and digital is obviously an incredibly important one. We sort of have that, like you're saying, where the parents need that option. So you know that's you yeah. know it's safe, it's good, it's it's yeah. It's to go. also for any sort of Australian kids to know, hey, mm. look, we are a multicultural country, and um, to understand what Indigenous is as well, um, that we look all certain ways. Mm. Um, but I guess to look beyond um, colour, and it's also our behaviour and our communities and our cultural settings. Yep. Um, and absolutely. Growing up, it was very um, either British or, you know, what ABC produced. So what I got to see was not me or my family or cousins yeah, sure. a part of this world um, that, you know, is Australia. I actually think one of the strengths of Morgan Kids is um, with Job, is that correct? Jubby. With, yep, with uh, her little segments that link sort of all the other little segments, it, it, there's something quite traditional in traditional children's television in the presentation of that. You know, it is a, it's a preschool kind of environment and it's that kind of to-camera stuff. But in the same sense, I think there's a real strength in that because exactly what you're saying is that it actually just makes it another show and the contents this content as opposed mm-hmm. to being overtly trying to be indigenous and almost you know like you're saying it kind of presents it's, itself as like oh, it's just a kid's show yeah, and here's extra show. bits and in it. i love that you know jubby's on there with her daughter and her mother oh, is it her daughter is yes. it her mom? Is it? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's all in the family oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it keeps the costs really, down yeah. <laughs> um but it's yeah i love that's what i do love about mogul kids um you know and they are what you see is what you get yeah. with all three of them and they're very beautiful they're all you know ex, you know very much out there characters they're actors mm. and um they're even it's her show isn't it did she she writes and produces and directs it and everything is that correct oh no we have a uh, there's a production company we oh, engage okay, sure. with but she, yeah she's obviously she's very involved mm. in it creatively because she's um on air talent for us in a, some other programs as well Nadigorajin, it's Muggle Kids time. We're gonna look, we're gonna listen, we're gonna learn, and we're gonna dance. <laughs> Today, we're gonna talk about dreams. Um, with content from overseas, is it is it is it? Are you pretty? I mean, do you get a lot of it? I mean, do, do, do you get? Is, is there a lot to choose from? There, there is a lot more to choose from internationally yep. than it is locally, as in series television. Yep. We have a lot of beautiful one-off um, films or one-off documentaries or maybe a documentary series, but we definitely don't have um, lifestyle programs um, as much or um, animation series. Yep. And the World Indigenous Television Broadcast Network is a major opportunity for us to diversify our schedule. Yep. Otherwise, um, you know, it would look... We can't um, move content around the schedule otherwise without having diverse, you know, having yeah, it sure. more diversified. Yep. So w- there is a lot more international. Um, the question is that balancing act of the loyalist NITV viewers who are not wanting us to put too much international on. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, of course. So that balancing act, well, we grow without others. Yeah, content. I was going to say, is that, is that difficult? Do you find yourself... Walking line of being too sensitive or not sensitive enough is that? A, I mean, that's a tough. 
a tough gig for you. Yeah, definitely. It, I guess it's all about communicating and being open to um, feedback. Yeah, sure. And, but being able to explain why that international show is on and that it is um, not taking any money away from the local production sector. Yep. We spend very little on acquiring internationally. We do a lot of that f- through wheeling and dealing yep. and partnerships and or at a very low acquisitions rate. Sure. Um, so we need to do that while the channel's growing. It helps us in selling the channel. We sell on our reputation piece, so too much international as well would be an issue. Yep. Um, to our sales area. So it is a balancing act. While we're creating, trying to attract viewers and audiences, we're beyond, um, you know, just jargons. We do get a lot of feedback on, wow, we didn't know um, that or, you know, I found this on NITV Mm. the other day. So there's still, um, you know, work that we need to do on marketing, making the channel people aware and people aware of what you're going to get on NITV because it is quite, um, you know, we've got um, content as far as hunting shows to beautiful, um, you know, art pieces. So it's very much a wealth of diversified um, content. Just with the future, because I'll, I'll sort of let you get back to, I'm sure, the, the, what is clearly sounding like a huge amount of stuff you've got to get on with. Um, the Jarjum's future. So you've got a bunch of stuff sort of in the in the works now. I guess with that, I mean, that's just a really awesome indication that it's just going really well. Yeah, onwards and upwards, definitely. We're... Um raising every bit of revenue we raise goes back into content and where the content focus is is in children's right okay for the whole for the whole channel at the moment so when we generate more dollars we put um we put that into a children's strategy so we're really aiming at getting that space right yeah um and just one thing i want to touch on quickly you did mention earlier about Dion Beasley and there's, a, there's talk about a cheeky dog thing yeah, happening. Yeah, okay. Well, just between us two, there's... And the five two, people that listen to this. <laughs> there's two big, um, you know, new children programs that you can um, watch this space with. Um, yeah. One of those is Big Cousin Little Jay, which is a beautiful animation kids series. Um, and another one is Cheeky Dog, which is um, generated from... You know the author Dion from um, Tennant Creek, yep. and he's um, series of books on and um, animations on his um, town camp dogs, yep. and that's in the works. It's another animation um, that is, you know, what we're doing with these um, animations are creating just really lovable, connectable characters, and we're going beyond just the on-screen stories but in yeah. a lot of more um educational children's Does, content is it multifaceted i mean obviously you've got the show and then obviously there's probably a whole bunch of online content particularly yeah. with him as i imagine an author as well there's probably a whole linking of and, stuff and itv on. has not invested this heavily even in strategy to children's content the work that we did with move it mob style is so much smaller to what we're currently doing with these two yeah, programs right. so we're really looking and we've got learnings from the last few years um, these are definitely, um, you know, turning us into a new yeah. phase for an ITV. Yeah, right. Would you would you have imagined this ten years ago? 
not that I thought I'd be um, in the channel doing this. And you know why? It's amazing. I remember 10 years ago, I was an independent producer and, you know, pitching away to um, ABC, SBS or the networks and um, never thought I could pitch as bespoke as Indigenous content. Um, So I've loved the role of being a channel manager and creating a channel. Um, I sometimes daydream over the fact, I wonder what it'd be like to be a producer and to have a channel like NITV where is open to these sort of opportunities. Um, I sort of... Yeah, I just sort of go to some people, you live in the dream. <laughs> so I wish, um, yeah, I had a channel like this when I was an independent. Yeah. Um, but even, you know, it's still hard work and there's yeah. still not enough money to go around to everyone. But the fact that there is a channel in Australia so heavily invested to creating local content that really tells the stories of Australia yeah. and not worrying about the writing space so much, but a, a space of creativity mm. and connection. Mm. Um, is, you know, something quite exciting. Well, Tanya, as NITV station manager, I thank you dearly for what must be a a huge chunk out of all the stuff you've got to get on with. So um, I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us and fill fill us in on um, Jarjums and what's to come. Thank you very much. No worries. Good luck with it all. If you'd like to know more about Jarjums, visit www.nitv.org.au and follow the links. For more Parent Time goodness, visit www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me asking people questions. Yeah.